0: Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential, with your host, Gretchen Smith. Thank you for joining this special episode of Spiritual Life Management. Relax, get comfortable, listen in, and gain insight to the path you are destined to take via numerology. I have a very, very special guest today, Rev. Dr. Craig Wright. He's a native of Baltimore, Maryland where he studied religion and philosophy in his youth as a member of the Baltimore Ethical Society. He holds degrees in psychology and metaphysics. He's an ordained metaphysical minister and a certified metaphysical practitioner. He is my kind of guy. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Craig. Thank
1: you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. So today is a very special day. Today is my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually promote my birthday or even tell anyone it's my birthday, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to treat myself and have you on the show on my birthday and the audience can listen in and we can all learn from you and get your insight on numerology. And since I know we're going to be talking a little bit about numbers and birth dates, huh, why not have you here on my birthday? So thank you so much for coming in on this special day.
1: Again, I really appreciate the opportunity to share and happy birthday.
0: Thank you. So you have been practicing or teaching numerology for over 40 years, which I think is absolutely amazing. How did you get involved in numerology? Can you share that with sure, us? Sure, I'd be
1: glad to. I, um, I showed good ability in math and science. When I was in the seventh grade, I got excellent grades, brought my report card home, math and science, A's. My parents decided they were going to have an engineer in the family. (laughs)
0: How
1: nice of them! Yeah, at twelve you kind of go along with the program, right? So my mother was a school teacher. I was never out of school, so it was math and science, math and science. So I didn't know it then, but I was being prepared to become a numerologist early in life. Um, As the years progressed, my intention was to go into the navy, become a navy pilot. Uh, So I was going to study engineering, get a degree, and fly jets. Well, at twenty-one years old everything changed this was in uh, 1972 (laughs) my best friend died of a drug overdose question and i wasn't even aware that he was using uh so this told me a lot about myself i was self-absorbed wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me but for the first time in my life i started to pray i didn't know who i was praying to because up until then i was an atheist i just believed in math and science if you couldn't add it subtract it quantify it Um, measure it, you know, in some way, it wasn't real to me. But this destroyed my weak belief system. My roots weren't deep enough for that storm, as they say. And um, it began (laughs) a journey for me. And the question I was asking was, why am I here? If life is going to be this arbitrary, take me now. Who wants to go through this? And um, I was just projecting that energy out. It was, I was absorbed, was self-absorbed with why am I here? What's the meaning of life? Asking those tough questions as we all do at some point in time. And um, it was interesting. I heard a song on the radio and this song was talking about uh, secrets of wisdom, secrets of sound, secrets of numbers. It was by an artist by the name of Roy Ayers on an album. Back in those days, we had, you know, press vinyl. And the album was called uh, Everybody Loves the Sunshine. So I bought it. I heard it. It appealed to me. I bought it. I read the cover. And the person who wrote the song had read a book called In Search of the Third Eye by Vera Stanley Alder. Well, it took me two years to get a copy of that book. There was no Amazon, no no major bookstores. But eventually I found it. And I began to read it, and that was my introduction to metaphysics. It talked about secrets of color, how women aren't passive, the color pink makes you passive. So by dressing female babies in pink, they were expressing that quality. Um, It talked about blue, how wearing blue would tend to make people more truthful, true blue. (laughs) It talked about sounds, how our favorite records and our favorite songs Are harmonizing with our own vibrations, but the thing that really grabbed me was when it talked about numbers. It said numbers were different from figures. Figures were for counting. That's what I was using using them for, counting and measuring. But numbers were for revealing spiritual qualities. Said what? Who knew? Um, I know that I knew that number one meant leadership, but I didn't know that every number was a symbol for spiritual quality. The number two is patience and faith. Three is expression and youth. Five is freedom. Um, Seven is faith. Just to throw out a few examples for you. um, But this changed my whole perspective. I was already geared into numbers, to figures rather, but when I discovered the secrets of numbers and what they revealed, um, I took to it like a duck to water. Um, I couldn't get enough information. Uh, There were no books on it back then. They were not available in the bookstores the way they are now. So I had to go to the Library of Congress and and study there. You couldn't take those books out. But there were hundreds of books on numerology there dating back hundreds of years. So I began to study and and apply what I learned to my own life. I became my very own first client. Mm -hmm. And by studying the numbers, it began to answer the questions that I had in a way that I would appreciate and understand because I really, really, really believed in numbers. <laughs> the numbers right. didn't lie, as they say. Uh, in English, every rule had an exception. I before E, uh-uh, except after C. <laughs> right. So, But one and one was always two. So that's why I had an affinity for it. And another thing I liked about numerology was the answers were already there. Numerology is over 4,000 years old, and the answers, the the information about numbers has existed all that time. So really all I did was discover which of the numbers applied to me. The information was already there. I didn't invent numerology, I discovered it. I was guided to it, and I discovered I was a number seven. And my job as a seven was to be a researcher, and analyst, and to uncover hidden truths. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's exactly what I'm doing. Right. So I began to get a different feeling and a more metaphysical, a more rounded view of what was going on in my life. Well, my friend didn't die from a drug overdose. We had a contract before we both were formed in the womb, and he decided he was going to be the catalyst to my spiritual awakening. So he went back home before I did, Okay, mm-hmm. he returned back to the source, and this is what triggered my awakening. So now I look at it a totally different way. Um, the Bible tells us there's no greater love than a friend give his life. So that's how I began to look at it. It was no longer a tragedy, but a great sacrifice my friend made, and I vowed to myself I would not stay the same. I would pay attention, I would be involved, and I would help wherever I felt the need. And, um, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Plenty of that, opportunities started to present themselves. <laughs> that's
0: just amazing though. I love that story and just your path is is truly beautiful. So I just love the way that you connected numbers and numerology and just your life path and how that all came together. Now oh, yeah. for anyone that might be listening that's new to numerology, how would you explain what numerology is? Like how can we use it? What what does numerology mean?
1: Well, my perspective is a little different from most, mm-hmm. um, but what I discovered was <laughs> what it says in the Bible is true. Numbers and letters are symbols for vibrations that we call words. Starts in grade school when a teacher says, ah, that's the A sound, but right. that's the B sound. So they give us the vibration ah, and the symbol for it. Well, that shows me That letters and numbers are symbols for words, the words that we emit. So since we were created by the word, I discovered that the letters in our name and the numbers in our birth date are symbols for the word of God that created us. Our birthday reveals our gifts, talents, skills, and abilities. That's God's part of the contract. Our name reveals how we choose or how we have chosen to use those talents, gifts, and skills that we receive. You can think of the gifts as a toolbox, that's the birth date, and the promise, our name, as a blueprint. So we have a toolbox and a blueprint, and there's work to be done when we get here. We're not physical beings who have an occasional spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings who have a temporary physical experience. And the letters in our name and the numbers in our birthday reveal why we are here and what we came here to accomplish.
0: Oh, I love that explanation. I also love the way that you take numerology and you tie it back to history and you bring in the Bible in reference to it. Yes. And Yes. And that is something that I have never heard anyone do when they speak of numerology, but I love the fact that you're tying it together basically because... Often when we talk about spirituality in the sense of uh, woo-woo, if you will, <laughs> we don't realize that there there is a way to bridge that gap, that one doesn't have to be dark or vice versa. So I want to thank you for just really having a unique way of bringing numerology into our life and showing that there is a way that we can just all bring this together.
1: Yes, yes. I- when I, when I began to study this and share information with people, many people thought it was coming from an evil source because they didn't understand it. So I went into prayer. I said, God, why are you, why are you giving me this information if, if, if it's a tool of darkness? And the next thing I knew, I started receiving, you know, not, not in the mail or letters, but <laughs> I started in the course of my daily activities, I would hear a scripture. And the one that I heard was Psalms 90 verse 12, and it said, teach us to number our days so we can apply our hearts to wisdom. I said, oh my goodness, it's right there in the Bible. So i continued my studies and I discovered that numbers existed before letters. So mankind was communicating with numbers before they started writing. In fact, numbers are a universal language. The number one is the number one in any country. They may say, Uno, or eins, eins, five, or uno, dos, or one and two. It's a different word for it, but the value is still the same. So numbers are a universal language. That's what I discovered. And I discovered that we could all benefit. We could all benefit. So I began to share information, and God began to give me the scriptures. And I studied and found out that the people who wrote the Bible incorporated information about numbers in the scriptures. That information existed before the scripture was there. So we find out about uh, the number seven, which is mentioned more times in the Bible than any other number, faith and wisdom. We find out about the number 40, 40 days and 40 nights, 40 years in the desert. And in numerology, zero is a symbol for God and four stands for orderliness. So I put it together and every time you see 40, God is establishing a new order. Wow, who knew? The number three shows up in every aspect of the story of the Christ. From three wise men to the holiday we just celebrated, when he arose on the third day. Right. And when asked why you were here, he said, I'm here that you have life and have it more abundantly. So the number three is a symbol for abundance. So for those who are wondering, am I a three? Well, if you're born in March or December, or if you're born on the 3rd, 12th, 21st, or 30th, yes you are a number three.
0: (laughs) Yes. That's so amazing. I love it. So how can a person best use numerology in their life? Can you tell us about different areas we can use numerology?
1: Oh, sure. I sure can. Um, I get a lot of calls from business people, for example. They want to know if their partner is compatible with them so i do compatibility analysis they also want to know what's the best space for setting up my office a lot of real estate agents call me as well not agents but investors call me as well because the address of the property can determine its use and if the use isn't harmonious then you won't be successful there Um, a lot of businesses for example try to operate on a number nine address, and by that I mean, of course, the number nine, but another example would be 333, three plus three plus three is nine. Another example would be 423, four plus two plus three is nine, or 1008, that's another number nine, one plus zero plus zero plus eight, and if you run into a number nine address, you don't wanna start a business there because the nine stands for selfless giving. (laughs)
0: Yes, so I want so, to talk about that a little bit because the house I live in is a nine. I discovered.
1: Wow! So
0: what does that mean for me? And I'm sure there's other listeners that right now are thinking about, oh my goodness, what's the wow. address of my business or my home? So yes, I'm still live- trying
1: to. You're I'm still, still trying, trying to get to over the fact that I that I chose the number nine in the address, and it's yours. It's so I mine. Don't know how that- Uh, What are the numbers? Just the numbers in your address, by the way. Sure,
0: it's 2205.
1: That's a nine for sure. Um, 2205, that adds up to 27. And two plus seven is nine for the listeners. The number nine stands for selfless giving. So the people who live at a number nine address are very, very concerned about humanitarian ideals, uplifting humanity, and they are here To be God's hand on earth. What does that mean? You're here to be a selfless giver. To give, 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 and get little or nothing back from those you give to. This can happen by helping the poor, the sick, and the disadvantaged you know, people who don't, ha- don't have anything to give back, but you will also encounter people who won't give back. Okay. Right. The number nine address, the door is always open. Uh, most people who live in my house don't even lock their door. Um, that's why I just asked for the number, not the street. We don't want people, <laughs> you know, trying to get into your house or anything. That's okay. My, my uh... husband's a
0: Marine. The doors are locked at our house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, number nine, when someone's in trouble, you invite them into your house, okay? Their house isn't working, it's burnt down, or maybe they're in trouble. Whatever the reason, they come to your house, eat up your food, run up your phone bill, break your furniture, and leave without saying thank you. That's the number nine experience.
0: All right.
1: if you can still be a cheerful giver, God will give you more and more and more to distribute because... Nines are God's hand on earth. So people are always bless through the number nine, but the number nine sometimes uh, doesn't know if it's a blessing or a curse. <laughs> so I just want to share this with you. When people don't thank you, God will.
0: Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Yes, that's, that's beautiful. And I think there's times in our life where we don't mind being a number nine and doing things that are selfless. I mean, this podcast was in my mind, designed to just give back and to teach and, you know, not really ask for much in return. It's just, it's it's a treat to others.
1: Yes. That's the number nine energy. And you are fulfilling the requirements of that home. So that's beautiful. That's going to be a wonderful, beautiful place for you. You'll find um, group activities. Uh, you'll also find uh, people from all walks and levels of life will feel comfortable under the number nine vibration. But if if you're looking to start a business and you want to run a business for profit, um, that's not the best address. You'll have a lot of clients, but many of them will not be able to pay. Okay. <laughs> they just won't have the resources. So
0: Right. So maybe this is a good time to dive into, uh, well, my birthday. Why don't we do that? Since t- today is the 20th of April. Okay. Let's learn a little bit about how others as well can take their birth date and what they can learn from it.
1: Sure, sure. In numerology, zero in the beginning is a symbol for God. The number two is a symbol for Patience, cooperation, and peace. When you hold up two fingers, that's the peace sign. So when you put those two together, the two and the zero, it means blessed are the peacemakers because they'll be called the children of God. So that's you. You're a peacemaker, an integrator, an analyst. Twos bring people together. As a number 20, you could think of yourself as a hub to a wheel all the spokes meet at the hub. Now, that means you may have friends who can't stand each other, but everybody would love Gretchen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. That's a good way to put it. I understand that.
1: (laughs) So it's the two that brings people together and helps them join. Twos are also very patient and they excel in detail oriented work. Many twos are bookkeepers, accountants, statisticians, brain surgeons, watchmakers. They like to take their time and you don't want to be rushed because the quality of your work is paramount. So twos often are considered by others to be nitpickers or picky or just too slow. But if you're going in for heart surgery, you want a number two holding that scalpel.
0: <laughs> that's right. I'm going to have to start checking birthdays now.
1: <laughs> the number the number 20 also bestows musical talent and gifts because music creates peace within us. So many 20s are great musicians as well. Okay. It's great to know. Now, um, your month plus your day, adds up to 24. And I don't have your year here in front of me. You want to share that?
0: Sure. It's 1969.
1: Okay. That adds up to 25. One plus nine plus six plus nine is 25. hmm So when we add 24, that's your month and day, to 25, we get 49. Four plus nine is thirteen and one plus three is four. So the number four is your, is what's called the birth path number or the life path number. Different terms for the same thing. It's the sum of your month, day and year. And four is a symbol for orderliness, work and orderliness. So you're a hard worker. In fact, as a four, you'll probably get the work no one else wants to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fours are very orderly and disciplined, and when they have guests in their home, when the guests leave, they go around the house putting everything back in place where it belongs in order. Number four energy is expressed when they plant a new tree in the ground and put the spikes in the ground beside it to hold it in place. They have that rubber on there and those spikes Yes. So the tree can't go to the right. It can't go to the left. It gets a good root set. Now, it cost them more to put those spikes in the ground, but now their survival ratio went from 6 out of 10 trees to 9.9 out of 10 trees survived. So it was worth the investment. Yes. So what am I saying? those sticks in the ground holding the tree in place, that's number four energy, establishing a foundation and establishing order. Making sure that tree gets a good root set and survives. That's what fours do, especially with young people putting them on the right path. But do you know what the tree is saying? The tree is saying, you're stubborn, you're strict you're mean, I can't budge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even though it's saving the tree's life, there's complaining going on. So what does that mean? When you are number four, some of your best work won't be appreciated until further down the road, Alright? Eventually they come back, take those spikes down, the tree grows straight and true and said, wow, if it wasn't for those spikes in the ground holding me, I wouldn't be this tall. I couldn't provide nests for the birds. I couldn't be uh, used for lumber, for building. So eventually people come back to the number four and say, you were right. You helped me. I don't know what I would have done without you. But during that developmental phase, oh this, (laughs) they consider you mean, stubborn, and strict. That's the number four. The 49 also enhances your ability to achieve, or how can I put it? Make your dreams real. God created the earth on the fourth day. So four has to do with physical manifestation, working with the land. So you probably have a green thumb. Uh, you're a great manager. Maybe you love springtime. So you get out in the garden. Yeah, This is, has to do with the land. L is a three. It's a 12th letter of the alphabet. So L is a three. A is the first letter. That's easy. That's a one. N, the 14th letter. One plus four is five. D is the fourth letter. That's a four. So the word land is three plus one plus five plus four adds up to 13. And one plus three is four. So anything connecting with the land. And when it comes to investing, mining, um, Mm -hmm. agriculture, big pharma, big farms, uh, that's all under a big, uh, not not pharmaceuticals, agriculture. Uh-huh. That all comes under the number four. It's also a number associated with wealth.
0: Okay. Um, I can take that.
1: Oprah Winfrey is a 49. Her birthday, her birth path is the same as yours.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm, I'm a huge big fan. <laughs> yeah. Big
1: money. Great advisor. But she always wrestled with her weight. So 49s have to be careful. All you have to do is look at a plate of food and you can put on 10 pounds.
0: (laughs) Have you you been to my house lately? (laughs) Just kidding.
1: (laughs) That's the number 49. It symbolizes abundance. So it translates into all fields.
0: (laughs) I love that. I want to segue into something else as well, um, because I went to your website and I checked it out and I was playing around on there. And I did not know this existed in numerology, and you touched on it a bit before: compatibility, business partners and so on. But yes. I might when I was looking at my numbers, I realized that my husband has the exact same life path that I do. So as you're reciting everything about a four, then I also see a lot of similarities. Of course, there's a lot of qualities of myself, but also my husband too.
1: Well, that means (laughs) you guys are going to have some pretty interesting interactions because fours are known to be fixed in their opinions.
0: Uh (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. So it's just a question of who's going to budge.
0: (laughs) Yes, I've learned that.
1: (laughs) When there's a, yes, when there's two fours, it can be very interesting (laughs) Mm -hmm. because four stands for work, order, um, sticking to a task, following through. So these are excellent qualities uh, to have. But when you're looking at a compatibility analysis, uh, needless to say, it can produce some, uh, as I said before, interesting, uh, situations in terms of, well, who's going to compromise? Who's going to be the biggest, as they say, who's going to be the bigger person? Okay. And, uh, and yield. And, right. You know, express some, uh, some harmony. So in my book, I, I go over compatibility analysis as uh, one of the chapters in my book and a four with a four. This is this would, um is how it would translate a four with a four. If you were going to look that up. This indicates a very fixed point of view and stubborn by each person. OK, a four with a four. Very fixed and stubborn. Both are builders who can realize material comforts and business success. Four stands for work. So this might be a very hardworking combination mm-hmm. uh, who puts a lot of energy into the material side of life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it also can produce issues around budget and time. Yes. Okay, Budget and time. Four like order. So each of you wants the other to be on time and to stick to the budget. No surprise expenditures. Make sure you talk to me before you go out and spend that money. Yes. Fact, it's a great idea. In my book, I recommend that if it's a four and four combination, you might want to have your own bank accounts.
0: Yes. And we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we Excellent. do. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but it's a great business combination. But. Neither one is within that combination, um, great business combination, but it doesn't show anyone who wants to take a risk. Fours are very cautious. Now, this may show up elsewhere in the chart. There's five major numbers I compare when I do my compatibility readings. The day of birth provides information about the canvas. It's a very weak influence. The canvas, I call it for the relationship. The personality number, that's the cover to the book will govern the everyday interactions, the surface interactions, the heart's desire number or the soul urge number. I call that the hidden agenda vibration (laughs) in a compatibility chart. It's the person you don't get to meet till you've known them for several years. If then, that's the heart's desire number. After that comes the destiny number. That's the letters in your name. But the most important is the one that we just went over, and that's the birth date. So those five numbers, and they increase in importance as you go along. So the birth date is weaker, of course, than the sum of all three numbers, which is the birth path. But all all five of those numbers point to areas where you can establish compatibility, because I believe all numbers are compatible if you're willing to do the work.
0: Right. So you know, just touch on something I was going to ask about. When it comes to your birth date, when I'm talking about um, the month, the year, the date that you were actually born, I was going to ask, and I just would like a little clarification, what date is the absolute most important? I, I shouldn't say date. What number is the absolute most important or the strongest in your character, if you will, or your gifts?
1: The sum of your month, day, and year.
0: The sum, the total sum. Okay. Very good. Yes, that's the
1: strongest of your gifts.
0: Okay. So it's that Mm -hmm. four is the strongest. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Very good. Now, I know people that have actually changed their first name due to numerology. Excellent. Okay. Can you expand on that a little bit? Because I didn't know if it was really more important what your birth name was And how that affected it when you changed your name.
1: Yes. Well, our name reveals our part of the contract with Creator. So it's a statement. Once you identify it, convert it, and understand it, it's a statement of purpose. Your name is your calling, Okay. (laughs) basically. Mm -hmm. Your name is your calling. So I've helped people who wanted to change their name to be in more harmony with their birth date, as an example. Someone who is born with a number one birth date or birth path some month, day, year, all three, add up to the number one. That's leadership. That's being assertive, aggressive. Now, if you have a number two name, then it's going to be a little difficult for you to express that leadership because twos like to stay in the background. They I prefer see. more dominant people to take charge and just take the lead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, if you have a number one birth path and your name is a number two, you might want to consider changing that so that it's more in harmony with your gift. Like a number, having a number one name to match it would, would, would be great. Or a number eight. Eights are strong, powerful, and dominant. Um, and
0: that's me. The number. Uh, well, five, that's my first name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: my first name yes. is an eight, but do you take all the numbers, your, your first, your middle, and your last, and add them up?
1: Yes. Each name, like each day in your birthday, is a clause in your contract. So just as your month is a gift, your day is a gift, your year is a gift, and the sum is your greatest gift, your first name is your is your biggest promise. That's the name we hear most often. The middle name is a promise you either aren't aware of or you don't like the fact that you have to keep it. The last name is a promise the whole family made the creator. It's the family promise. When you put it all together, that's the main number in terms of what you promise or how you would use your gifts. So each name is looked at, then you add them all up, and that's the strongest of the vibrations.
0: Okay, fascinating. And then, when uh, say if a female or it doesn't even matter if anybody gets married these days and they want to take their new last name or change their last name, does that change the total vibration, or are you more aligned with your original given last name?
1: Well, it will definitely change the vibration. And the way I, the way I answer that, my, I get a, a lot of my clients ask me about that, you know. And the way I handle that is, the birth name is like the broth to the soup. When you change your name or get married, you're cutting up some carrots, some potatoes, some onions, putting it in the soup. So it changes the texture, but the broth is still there. So whenever I do a reading, I like to look at the birth name and the current first and last name.
0: Okay, very good. Would you mind taking a look at my name for just an an
1: instance? Certainly, we can certainly do that. Okay, Um, so...
0: I think that mm-hmm. my total given name at birth is a seven when you add it all up. Okay. And then I have a new last name, which brings me to a five.
1: Okay. Big, big change with that marriage. The number seven, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> the number seven, um, destiny, that's what the name reveals, our destiny number. The number seven is associated with faith and wisdom, study, research, analysis. Uh, That was my number, discovering hidden truths and sharing them with a waiting world. Okay? Okay. That's the number seven. So your destiny is your mind. You're a thinker, a researcher. An analyst. Okay, you will not take things at face value.
0: Right.
1: Um, things on the surface, you look right beyond that. If you were visiting the Wizard of Oz, you would go right behind the curtain.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly.
1: You wouldn't, you wouldn't look at the screen. Sevens go right behind the curtain. So your mission in life is to learn understand and to pass on that understanding to others. Okay, As a seven, you are destined to be the thinker, the studious intellectual who reveals hidden truths. Fields that attract the seven include the spiritual, metaphysical, philosophical, and psychological. Sevens also enjoy working in nature or with animals. They have to avoid being overly withdrawn. Okay, because they like time by themselves or sarcastic um, because sevens are very wise. (laughs) So if you feel those tendencies coming on, that's a sign you need to get away, spend some time alone, preferably near water. Being in nature heals the number seven. Sevens being a number of faith and wisdom often are inflexible and not very adaptable. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because sevens are seeking the truth and they say, well, by God, this is it. I found it. So sevens can be difficult to live with because they are not um, adaptable. They they want things their way. So many sevens live alone. On the seventh day, God rested. So seven destiny people need quiet time for prayer and meditation more than any other number. Right. Okay. Quiet time by themselves. Now, (laughs) the number five is probably the exact opposite. Sevens like to be still, fives like to be in motion. Fives are here to promote enlightenment through new ideas. Okay, so the seven energy helps you find the ideas, but the five energy will help you promote those ideas. And you can accomplish this through work in sales, sport, advertising, promoting new concepts, acting, performing, radio, television, or podcasts and social media. That's there you what the go. number five does. <laughs> <laughs> you you may have many jobs. Um, fives love performing. You can't withdraw, so don't lose out from a fear of change. And fives don't like to adhere to routine. It's a symbol for freedom. So fives are here to bring about change. They are God's change agent. So they're always labeled troublemakers and boat rockers. Okay, Okay. So as a number five, if you don't hear that, you are not on your job. Fives are here to rock the boat. And those are people born on the 5th, 14th, and 23rd, just to name a couple.
0: Okay. (laughs) I love this because it just put so much light and understanding on people that i know in my life that have certain numbers and you know insight into yourself and it's just so fascinating to me and i feel like we have so much more to cover there's another number that really stood out to me which i didn't even know existed in numerology and that's the maturity number i have a maturity number of a number 11 can you tell me what what that's all about and what does that mean?
1: Yes, the maturity number.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is a vibration um, where you add birth date and your destiny. So, your birth path was the number four,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and your maturity number is is what again? I'm sorry. And
0: number eleven.
1: Okay, so when we add that four to the seven, remember your. Your destiny number, your name was the seven at birth? Yes. Okay, so that's what the maturity number is is derived from your birth name and your birth date. So we're adding the seven, I'm sorry, the birth name, that seven, which was your destiny, and the birth path, which was the four. We've just discussed those. So when you add the seven and the four, that's where the 11 comes from. Okay. So it's like given your... Given your tools, uh, which is therefore hard work, discipline, orderliness, and given your blueprint, which is the seven, research and analysis, when you put them together, hard work and research make you the light. You're here to illuminate the path for others. That's the number 11. It's called the master teacher vibration and the master of illumination. So what does it mean? As you mature, as you age, if you will, or mature um, like wine, we age like wine to become better and more full and robust, you're gonna find yourself on the, in the limelight, on radio, or on television. The spotlight always falls on the number 11. Uh, you may also find yourself writing poetry uh, if you're not already. Um, but in some way, shape or form, you will be teaching others in providing metaphysical insights based on that combination. In fact, the number seven and the number four are considered to be the holiest of all the numbers because those numbers are made from parts of the cross.
0: Oh, my goodness. Can you elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Well, yes. If you, if you look at, if you visualize a cross um, in the bottom half, you can see the number seven. Oh, it's I right see. There.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Okay, you can see the number seven. Um, if you visualize a cross, you look up top. If you add a line, one line on the left, one perpendicular line on the left to meet the cross, you've just drawn the number four.
0: I see. That's right. Really so that's
1: what man. I mean when I say they're they're embodied in in the design of the cross. The number seven, and the four come out so those are very very spiritual numbers and since you contain them both you are here to be an enlightener to show people the way to illuminate the darkness in their lives from a spiritual perspective and you can do that through your writing your teaching we didn't talk about it but (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if you had a lot of things written down on scraps of paper all around the house.
0: <laughs> 100%. Yes.
1: <laughs> the 11, if you can picture rabbit ears on a TV. Now, some of your listeners aren't going to know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> but I there do. Used <laughs> <to> be,
1: <laughs> there used to be antennas on top of TVs, and as the youngest in the family, I always had to hold it, right, to get the picture <laughs> right. <laughs> My brother was four years older than me. He beat me up. So <laughs> what does that mean? The number 11, you're 11. So you can pick up energy just like an antenna. You can't see TV waves, but the antenna picks them up, translates them into a picture on the screen. Okay. So now I have to say the cable. I guess I have to say the cable or the satellite these days. Uh, right. So you're the satellite. You're the satellite. You can pick up spiritual emanations. And you have the ability to translate them into a form the rest of us can understand. For example, this program and mm-hmm. also your writings. Mm-hmm. So you may be having automatic writing experiences when you have one of these, when you receive spiritual information from the creator and you're just writing it down. Then right. a lot of look, they look at what they wrote and they say, they're not ready for this. And they put it away, hide it in a drawer or in a book. It's they just got stuff all around the house. But if you begin to collect those scraps of paper and put them together, you'll discover God is trying to tell us something through you.
0: That's spot on. I have writing everywhere. And sometimes I'll open a notebook and I'll read it and I'll be like, wow, I don't remember even writing that. That's amazing stuff. (laughs) Where did
1: that come from? You are a receiver. You are a receiver of light. That's the number 11. Receivers of light through prayer and meditation, 11s, that's your energy, that's your vibration, can receive spiritual emanations and translate them into a form the rest of us can appreciate. When Jesus studied in the mystery schools in Egypt, he discovered he was a number 11 and proclaimed himself to be the light of the world. Mm-hmm. So that's what you are moving toward. You are becoming more and more and more Christ-like. Selflessness, giving without thought of reward. If you haven't discovered it yet, yeah. somebody at that nine address has healing powers in their hands and is a Reiki master.
0: Well, I'm a Reiki master. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. out of here.
0: Yes, I'm a Reiki master. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. I've been doing this 40 years. You just, oh, it still just blows my mind. Yeah. How yeah. accurate this is. Right now, people were saying, he knew it. He <gasps> knew that. He knew her address. But we know.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't know my address. We know. As a matter of fact, what I think i this stuff is so fascinating wow. to me. So I even wow. calculated my phone number, and it's a nine Great. as well, which I thought was interesting. Yes. But I have lots yes. of eights in in my reading as well. As a matter of fact, I think well, that's it's your a, first
1: name, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, you know my what maiden- the eight
1: means? No. You know what the eight means? <laughs> the eight is made up of two circles, one on top of the other, and in numerology. The circle is a symbol for God. So when you have eight, it means as it is above, so it is below. So eights can channel the spiritual power of God to the earthly plane. And gender doesn't matter. Of course. You're eight, you're the boss. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) When you're eight, you're the boss. Gender has no influence in it. The only... Two numbers you can draw without lifting your pen from the paper are the zero and the eight.
0: That is right.
1: That's power. That's cycle. That's flow. So people will be in are intimidated by number eights, and when the eight gets angry, people get out of their way.
0: Ah, <laughs> <Aww>. now Moses,
1: <laughs> Moses, Moses was a number eight. Okay. okay, so eights are here to deal with those forces of power. So they have to be very careful not to get angry. Have to keep right. their faith and stay positive, because it can become a destructive force. If if eights succumb to anger, that's what Moses did. Moses was on the lamb. He was he committed a murder. People don't realize that mm-hmm. Moses committed a murder and was on the lamb hiding out. When God called him to the mountaintop, Moses, I want you to liberate people, buddy, but that's not what I had in mind. Come on up to the mountaintop. Let's talk about this. So metaphysically coming to the mountaintop means prayer, meditation and higher consciousness. So eights have access to that as an eight. I love that. And you can channel eights. God has many attributes. Sometimes he sends in a lamb. Sometimes he sends in a ram. Right. So when it's ram time, he's sending in the number eight. Right.
0: Okay. That's extremely Moses,
1: Let my people go. So what does that mean? As an eight, you are here to speak truth to power.
0: Okay. I like that.
1: Moses went right to Pharaoh. You didn't do that. Pharaoh could order you killed, your family, your flock, your everything, have your name erased from time. <laughs> So you didn't want to step to Pharaoh right. unless you were very, very sure and secure. And that's the number eight because they are connected to spirit. So Ace can go speak truth to power and you can't do anything to them. You can't fire them. Um, you could, but they get another job. Um, you can't cut them off because they are connected to spirit. So Ace can go ahead and speak truth to power and not worry about any type of uh, retribution because they're protected. Ah.
0: That's very powerful. Very, very powerful. Yes,
1: Yes. you are.
0: Well, I knew it was a powerful number, but I guess I didn't realize the magnitude behind it. And that's why it's such a joy to have you come on the podcast today and share this information because, I mean, you were so kind and so generous to do a workup of my numbers, which is amazing. And every number has a general meaning behind it, which we didn't get into all the numbers today, but that's fascinating. But your knowledge behind it is invaluable, just absolutely invaluable.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. And you stated before, you have a lovely book, It All Adds Up, which is a great Mm -hmm. guide to helping kind of decipher what all the numbers mean in your life. But again, just like having you on the show and being able to explain it and be so relatable. I really, really appreciate that. I also wanted to share with the listeners. So we've touched on some of my numbers and some of the meanings behind numbers, which I think is really great and really fun. But you have courses that I want to share You have, for instance, um, Gift of the Spirit, Know Thyself. Can you expand upon what some of your courses are about and what all courses you have out there?
1: Yes, I'd be glad to. I was recently asked (laughs) Mm -hmm. to make this information available to others. Um, So I I decided I'd do just that. (laughs) Right. So I have six different classes that are available. And I look at six um, different areas. Gifts of the Spirit is the first class. We look at the birthday. Your calling, that's the second class. We look at the name. Mm -hmm. Know thyself. In that class, we we talk about inner motivations and outer perceptions. You've all heard you can't judge a book by a cover. So in that class, we talk about the personality number and the Heart's desire number, so we can differentiate between um, the book and the cover. That's a very enlightening class because the person you can't, you really you can't judge a book by a cover. People are not their personality; they are not what they appear to be. Okay, so we have to um, be aware of that, and um, the class that I that I offer helps explain that fully. Mm -hmm. Um, The next class is called Seasons. For all things, there's a season. So we have a personal year and a universal year. Universally, it's a number six year, um, which will emphasize family life and marriage, putting the spotlight on family and marriage and community. Um, It's a 24 year, and the word Russia is a 24. So it's putting the spotlight on them too. After Seasons, we talk about uh, karma Challenges, and the idea in that class is to remove stumbling blocks. If you know the stumbling blocks on your path, you can turn them into stepping stones. <laughs> okay, right. So mm-hmm. We want to we want to know what that's all about, and that class will help you do that. Uh, that's the purpose of the class to awaken your noble purpose the idea in the class is my idea is this everyone wants to have god's will be done they talk about "Ooh, god's will be done let's have heaven here on earth but what they don't realize is each of us has a part in that <laughs> okay right. we're here to make sure how by doing our part when we are in tune with why we're here and we're manifesting our part of the plan, then we are helping to bring God's will to manifest God's will on earth. So that's why I started the classes. That's the whole purpose of the classes. Um, and they can be taken in any order. Um, these classes are designed individually. So I have gifts of the spirit, your calling, know yourself, seasons. After that is compatibility. Enhancing your relationships. Okay. Right. And finally, pinnacles, challenges, and karma. Six different classes. I used to teach these classes in the community college here in Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. But what happened was they told me they needed six students. We need six students to put the lights on, Dr. Craig. So sometimes I had four. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. Sometimes I had five. They wouldn't do it. Gotta have six. So there were people who wanted the classes who couldn't take them. Right. thanks to the evolution of technology and Zoom, <laughs> now these classes are individualized. So you don't have to worry about raising your hand or feeling like I'm asking a dumb question or what's everybody else in the class gonna think about me because it's only you. It's individualized. You can take any class you want in any order you want. It's just me and the student on Zoom. And you can ask any question you have to get all your questions answered. And uh, in doing it this way, I've been able to provide the information to, to a lot more folks who were missing out on it because right. of the requirements of, of, of the universities. I'm not blaming them. You know, it's a, it's a business. They have to justify spending, keeping the lights on, as they say, which is the overhead for that class, paying me, the heat, the gas, the electric. But this way, no problem.
0: And I would assume that you would be able to work with people all over the world due to Zoom.
1: Exactly. I have, as you just said, I have clients all over the world.
0: I love that. And not only that, but you do advanced readings and um, you have a few other areas that you can work with people one on one or provide more yes. information to them.
1: Yes, I do readings. What is a reading? A lot of people are, you know, they hear that word, their their hair on the back of their neck stands up. A reading is simply <laughs> a matter of me reading the letters in your name and the numbers in your birthday and providing you information about what it what they say, what they say about you. I do an introductory reading, which is a typed report, and it runs between 9 and 15 pages, depending on the letters in your name. Then I do an advanced reading. This covers more numbers. Introductory reading, for example, um, that's going to tell you about your talents, your skills, your abilities, how you can fulfill them, Okay, your (laughs) lessons in life. Um, The advanced reading, I get into your temperament, how you operate physically, mentally, emotionally, and intuitively. So it's a more in-depth reading. The introductory reading will say you're a number one, but the advanced reading will tell you if you're a one, a 19, a 28, a 37, or a 46, or a 55, numbers that add up to one. So you get a little more in-depth with the advanced reading. In addition to readings, I do forecasts. For all things, there's a season. Okay. Right Now with that, I'm going to say I'm not a fortune teller. I don't have a crystal ball. Numerology will tell you what season it is. For example, it's spring right now. It's a good time to plant, but numerology mm-hmm. won't tell you what to plant. You can plant onions, carrots, tomatoes, whatever you choose, but it will tell you, This is the best time to plant. This is the best time to harvest. So it doesn't rob us of free will. It serves as a guide to enhance our actions. Um, So in addition to readings, forecasts, compatibility and my classes, I also do personal consultations where I have clients call me up and discuss any area they choose. Why am I seeing three fours all the time? I just got a new license plate. What does that mean? I'm thinking about buying a house. I'm looking at two of them. Which one works best for me? You know, those types of things. I'm about to name my child. Or I'm going to have a cesarean. What's the best date? When should I welcome this new spirit to the earthly plane? Those are the types of questions that numerology can help answer.
0: Thank you for sharing that. That's exactly what I wanted to get to because I can see that there's so many different areas of life, almost all areas of life, that numerology can play a really big part of. So I just really am so happy that you just touched on that because whether it's looking to name a child, uh, what home to buy, or even just having a little bit more insight on what is your purpose here? What is your life path? The answers are in the numbers, and you wrote the beautiful book, It All Adds Up, and it certainly does.
1: Well, thank you again uh, for having me and giving me the the opportunity um, to share this information. Together, we were a vehicle. Together, we're working together as a vehicle to share this light, to share this wisdom, uh, because we're in a time now, people are are really seeking and searching. They're looking Mm -hmm. for answers. People I completely really agree.
0: Yes, and I and I believe that you can help them one hundred percent. So, thank you thank again you. for coming on. But I before we go, I want to uh, let the listeners know where can they reach you. Can you share your website?
1: Oh yeah, as as number nines, we tend to forget that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can be contacted at craigeright That's c r a i g e w r i g h t dot com.
0: Perfect.
1: You can also send me an email.
0: Yes. What is your email, please?
1: cr 77 ig at gmail.com.
0: Beautiful. And I believe you're also on Instagram. I think it's numerology underscore services. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. Numerology okay. Numerology underscore services on Instagram.
0: All right. And are you, are you on Facebook as well or
1: Yes, my Facebook page is called Numerology Services.
0: Excellent. Wonderful. So there are several places we can connect with Dr. Craig. And I strongly encourage you that you visit his uh, his website for insightful information. Also there's a, a calculator on there as well if you want to calculate some numbers, but I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, just sharing your information with me today, giving me a little bit more insight on myself as well on this special day, April 20th. So. Thank you so much, Dr. Craig.
1: You're very, very welcome.
0: I hope you enjoyed this information that Dr. Craig shared with us today. He definitely provided some insight for me. Again, all of his information will be down in the show notes. So if you're looking to connect with Dr. Craig, please look in the show notes. I also want to take this opportunity and give a huge shout out. To one of our podcast listeners, Emily connected with me on Instagram, and I just want to say how much she touched my heart. She says, thank you for taking manifesting, intention setting, vibrations, etc., and making them accessible to everyone. You have given me a beautiful gift, and for that, I will be forever grateful. Emily, thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, love and light to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to write in. And for the other listeners, I appreciate you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit the like and the subscribe button so that you are notified when the next show becomes available. And I have some amazing guests lined up. Coming up on the show, I have Anne Berube, who is going to discuss her new upcoming book, which is The Burnout Antidote. Anne is a powerful teacher with uncommon ability to share her story and insights in a way that awakens the inner wisdom of others. You won't want to miss this episode. So stay tuned. Have a nice day. Namaste.